Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast presents Dairy Goat Awareness Week. This week, John and Danielle will be bringing you extra content to celebrate everyone's favorite animal, dairy goats. We're bringing dynamic content with new guests. Monday is Advocacy with Sandra Kaufman. Tuesday, Ask Us Anything, 100th episode. Wednesday, Youth and Dairy Goats with Alicia Bowren. Thursday, What's in a Herd Name with some past guests. And we wrap it up Friday with Dairy Goat Photography with Bob Bartholomew. Happy Dairy Goat Awareness Week, everyone. Let's get it started. Promote the goat. Every herd has a name, and those names have a story behind it. Some are based on a farm location, some are names that just kind of happened, and some have a deeper meaning. There's no right or wrong way to select a herd name. Today, you'll hear from some past guests and how their herds got their name. Hey guys, John here. My herd name is Hill Air Farm of Scott Circle. Unregistered paperwork, it's Hill Air Farm. Hillier Farm was the name of my grandfather's Holstein farm, and he had a very successful show herd and productive herd in his own right, having EX-92s and 95s and uh, had some well-appraised animals. And after he passed away, I decided I wanted to get back into farming on some sort of level. So we started out with chickens, and now we have goats. Um... So, yeah, Hilaire Farm is the registered name in honor of him. But the of Scott Circle, that's something different, right? Uh, and that is in honor of my wife, Tierney's grandfather, who used to raise some goats that were just brush clearers. And he had pheasants and peacocks or guinea hens and all that kind of menagerie pigs. Um, so... We figured, why not bring the farming back to Scott Circle? And that's Hillier Farm of Scott Circle. Um, we've been breeding for a couple years now and are enjoying uh, bringing our goats forward with their uh, particular breeds and kind of honoring the legacy that was left behind and, and keeping it going at, in some capacity. So yeah, that's Hillier Farm of Scott Circle. All right, so King's Rock Farm started several years after I got into registered dairy goats, and it was an attempt to create a herd name that represented myself and my brothers, who at the time were active participants in dairy goats, and they've since decided that there's other things in life than goats, which, you know, that's a whole nother story, but they were involved at, a t at the time, so King's Rock had to be a herd name that represented all three of us. And so when we were younger, we had this rock at our house that probably wasn't a foot high, but it was this nice kind of circular rock, and we would constantly play King of the Rock instead of King of the Hill we would play King of the Rock. And so we would jump on the rock, push each other off, fall off. So that was kind of our King of the Hill rock. 
And so when we were thinking of a name, we tried to figure out something that represented the three of us and our sibling, you know, our relationship as siblings and connected us all. And so we thought of this rock. It was, you know, jokingly called the king of the, we, you know, we played king of the rock. And so we shortened that and became King's Rock. And so that's how our herd name was established. It was the connection between the three of us, the shared passion, and um, it works for the goats because we all know they like, you know, whether it's king of the hill, king of the rock, king of something, they all like to play. And, you know, there is that hierarchy. So it really works well for the herd. Hi, my name is... um... Dr. Kurt Schnipke, and I live in Hambler, Ohio, with a uh, small hobby herd of Oberhasley and Sonnen dairy goats, along with a few tag-along experimental does as well. Um, the the herd name Oberboard um, stems from the origins of our family's dive into registered goats. Um, we started off as a 4-H herd, and um, our county fair had both boar goat competitions and dairy goat competitions, and so we had both boar and uh, dairy goats, um, specifically Oberhasley only at the time. And um, we were trying desperately to come up with a herd name that we could use for both registries, the American Dairy Goat Association and the American Boar Goat Association. And for about two weeks, we kept throwing around ideas and um, none of the family really could quite agree on, no, we don't like the, the sound of that. And so um, we were um, at a, uh, a family member's house who raised competitive sheep and he asked us, well, how many of those goats do you guys have right now? And at the time we were just finishing up kidding season for both the boar goats and the Oberhasley. And we told him, well, we have about 70 right now. And he says, oh my gosh, you guys went overboard on those goats, didn't you? And we said, wait, what did you say? And he said, you went overboard with those goats. And we said, huh, if we change the actual word and the spelling to Ober, the first part of Oberhasley, and then board to B-O-E-R-D, like boars, it kind of combines our two breeds. And yeah, we did go a little overboard. I guess we did. So no, we went overboard. And so that is where the origin of the overboard dairy goats herd name originated. Um, and so then we maintained both breeds uh, throughout my sister and I's 4-H showing days. And then the Sonnens were added in there as well. And we just maintained the same herd name. And then once we aged out of 4-H, we transitioned into being a strictly dairy goat herd as well. But um, for the sake of continuity of um, having an established herd name that people now know and recognize, um, and also being a, a little bit of a nod to um, the roots within the the family's start in the project. I've I've maintained that herd name um, throughout the years. Um, if you would like to find Overboard Dairy Goats, you can find us at www.overboard.com or on Facebook at Overboard Dairy Goats. Hi, my name's Trinity Malmanis, and I own Goats on Dairy Goats, and um, 
the way that I came up with my herd name, Goatson, is actually kind of a funny story. Um, when I was a younger middle school, high school age, um, my dad worked for um, a company called the Rainforest Alliance. Um, you've probably seen their little frog logo on a bunch of like coffee or wood or um, other things. They certify products as sustainable. Anyways, he used to travel all over the world for this. He traveled to like Japan, uh, Thailand, um, the Philippines, all over. But he traveled to Japan a lot when he was um, doing his travels. And he always would come home and talk about how um, the Japanese used to call him Walter-san because that's kind of like a term of respect um, or, you know, when you're talking up to someone. And so the people that he would be um, giving talks to or lectures to would always call him Walter-san. And so when I decided to make my own herd name, um, I just was thinking about, you know, all the different things and that popped into my head for some reason. And I was like, goat on, like respect the goat. Um, and so that's how it was born. And I absolutely love it. It's a really short herd name. Um, so you have lots of luxury in terms of what comes after for your goat's names. But yeah, respect the goat. Goat's on. All right. I'm Anna Thompson-Hodgick, and I own the legendary Toggenberg herd. And uh, legendary Toggenbergs has been around since 1988. And the history of that herd name is I was an impressionable um, nine-year-old girl, and my mom had the idea to add the I into legendary. And uh, and so uh, we raised, I raised Toggenbergs, and we can find more information about my herd at Caracal Farm dot com k-a-r-a-k-a-h-l farm.com or you can also look up caracal farm on facebook and legendary toggenbergs is sort of the sister herd to the caracal alpine herd so my name is emily thompson and i raise alpines uh french alpines with my parents doug and mary thompson under the caracal herd name uh they first started they got their goats in 1970 and uh, I was born into it. And so the Caracal herd name means carefree in Norwegian. And they lived in a uh, in Minnesota, which had a lot of Norwegians. <laughs> and they, they enjoyed that name. Um, but yes, you can find more about our herd of alpines <clears throat> under caracalfarm.com. Hi, my name is Ashley Scheel. And my uh, herd name is AK Acres. Um, so it's A-K Acres. And that is in collaboration with my husband, Kyle, and our two children, Rhett and Annie, soon to be adding one more to the group in July. But you can find us on um, Facebook at A-K Acres and Shield Grain LLC or on the internet at A-KAcres.com. And our herd was started in 2012. 
You can find more about us, like I said, on our Facebook or our website. And um, the herd name is just a hybrid of our initials. We got real creative in that, as you can tell. But it had a good ring to it, so we went with it. So AK Acres of Marshall, Wisconsin, located right near Madison. And we have all Toggenbergs and one token La Mancha. Hi, everyone. This is Emily Crocker from Chickadee Farm Nigerians in Maine. Um, We got our herd name. It's uh, kind of inspired off my grandmother. Um, She was kind of everything Maine. And um, we we lost her unexpectedly. So she used to raise alpine goats. So when we um, started our herd, I kind of just wanted to honor her in some way. So that's how we chose the chickadee farm because chickadee is the main state bird. And you can find us on Facebook at Chickadee Farm Nigerians or online at chickadeefarmnigerians.com. Hi, everybody. This is Morgan Allen, and I am the owner of Hay Creek Farm, along with my husband and our two children. And Hay Creek Farm is located in southeast Minnesota, and we raise Oberhasli dairy goats. And we got our herd name from the township we lived in. So Hay Creek is actually the township. Nothing too special about it, just a geographic herd name. You can find more information about our herd on Facebook at Hay Creek Farm or at our website at haycreeks.com. I'm Mark Baden from Tacoma, Washington, and my herd name is Olentangy. I'm primarily known for Alpine, so Olentangy Alpines. And um, so I purchased or registered the herd name in 1992 um, when I was a when I still lived in Ohio and um, that was the year I got my first Anka judge's license. And I thought that I should have a more serious adult herd name. And my, my first herd name was M&M acres, kind of like the candy, but not, that wasn't the reason that was the, my first herd name. My, my mother purchased my first uh, goats uh, for myself and my sisters for each projects in 1982. And so that was M&M. My mother's name was Margaret. So Mark and Margaret or mom and me or something like that is kind of what my first herd name was. And so I kind of decided I needed a more adult herd name um, when I got my judge's license. And um, I'm an Ohio State alumni and um, the Olentangy River uh, runs through central Ohio and through the Ohio State University. And since I couldn't have Buckeye as a herd name because that's a, an ADGA historic herd name, um, I thought that Olentangy Alpine sounded great, and, um, and it's kind of stuck ever since. So since 1992, that's what I've used as my prefix for my Alpines um, and La Manchas. And um, there's been um, a couple of sonnets, uh with that as well, um, but uh, that's how it started. My website is olentangyalpines.com, and uh, there's also a Facebook page uh, for Olentangy Alpines. Um, I think uh, the La Mancha page has been deleted, but um, so just just how it sounds, um, or if you Google uh, Dairy Goats Tacoma, Washington, it'll be the first website at the top of the page, so that's the uh, easiest way to find me. All right, this is Jessica Miller from Garden View Farm in Freedom, New York. Um, we raise La Manchas, uh, Oberhosleys, Nigerian Dwarfs. We have two token alpines now, and we dabble a little in some recorded grade. Um, we named our farm Garden View Farm because 
when we first moved to our property, it was a dream of mine to make this really pretty garden. We built a pergola, and when we got a farm, um, we were throwing around some names. I'm like, you know, let's name it Garden View Farm because we have this garden, and it's a pretty view here. It's a pretty simple name, but I just it kind of stuck. Um, and we are located, like I said, in Freedom, New York. Um, we like to go to shows in Ohio, PA, um, New York, uh, sometimes Maine, so you might see us around. Um, we also have a website. It is GardenViewNigerians.com. Uh, that's where you can find all of the craziness. And thank you. So as you guys can see, every her name's different. Everybody's got their own story and path. And that's what we wanted to show in this episode. Thank you, everybody, that joined us with talking about their herd name. And if you want to tell us about your herd name, you can go ahead on our post here for the episode and comment your herd name story. We'd love to hear it. Tomorrow, we'll be joined by Bob Bartholomew to talk about dairy goat photography. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like I'm not doing a good enough job taking pictures of my goats. So look forward to that episode, and we'll check you guys out tomorrow on Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. We'll catch you later.